All right, we are back. This is the Flow Track Podcast on a Boston Marathon Monday. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. Gordon, what a shocking race. What a surprise. We didn't think we'd come to you with the news. Kipchoge, for only a third time in his career, lost the marathon. He's human. You know you're great when you're losing is a shock. You sent me a text when, I, when, when you started yeah. to fall apart. What was the text? It was. I'm going to read it. This just got way less interesting. <laughs> Let me explain. I think a lot of people, you want to see the streak continue. You want to see dominance continue. But it's not just that. It's like if he's going to get beat, you want him to go down in a battle with somebody. And this, to me, looked an awful lot like that London race that he lost before. That happened later in the race. But it wasn't one guy taking him down. It was... Him falling back, a bunch of other people in front of him. He ultimately finishes sixth place in this race. Credit to Chibet, who ran great. Uh, credit to Gay, who made the move that put pressure on him. Kipruchu ran really well. But if you were looking for a moment where you're like, oh, this is the, the next guy is coming up to get him, this is more the, the Boston course, right? And maybe Kipchoge himself. Um, beating him as opposed to as opposed to just one singular person. And maybe we'll never get that moment. Maybe we'll never get the final battle, you know, last mile, two guys, and someone just straight up better than Kipchoge. Maybe we won't get it. Maybe this will be the new reality. But that's sort of what I want if there is to be a loss, like a loss in that form. It just would be a little more dramatic. Yeah, it makes me think about this type of stuff. Like, is this the sign... I think Kipchoge, this is his first race back from a world record. Yeah. yeah. So I think he is still better than everyone. But now his uh, his his undefeated, like... Invincibility. His invincibility is gone, but his talent is still there. So he still has the talent to win any race he steps on the track, on the road for. Yeah. He still has the talent to flirt with the world record, I think, again. But he doesn't have the invincibility talent. Which makes racing Kipchoge now a little more interesting because now it's not a foregone conclusion the guy's going to win. Yeah, but he will still be like I think he could still win the, like the next three marathons he runs. Mm-hmm. But those three marathons, it's not going to be a given. It's not going to be the invincibility situation. It's going to be, you know, like well, and will you're, those, you're great, but you still lose. And will those marathons be in Boston and New York? That's that's yeah. the question because if. That was the goal, and he put himself out there. And again, I give him credit for putting the goal out there, for continuing to challenge himself because he could have just kept running London, Berlin, London, Berlin, London, Berlin. I also give him credit. I give him the Gordon Mack credit for not DNFing because for a little bit there, I thought oh, this he might just he might just step off. No, he don't DNF. Point. He didn't DNF. He kept at it. Let people have the wins over him. Yeah, but yeah, it's not just one guy beating you. It's five guys. Be- so there's. Was he eighth in London before? He's had like 15, 16 guys. This club is growing. Yeah. The Pretty club, big club. club is growing. Um, Jordan says, I don't watch marathons, and I felt a disturbance in the force when Kipchoge lost. Yeah, it looked bizarre. It looked strange. Um, I wrote down a couple reasons, and we can debate which ones do you think contributed to his loss, which ones didn't, but go ahead. Well, I was going to say, my last thing about the invincibility, he's not invincible anymore. He yeah. basically is exiting the Michael Jordan phase of his career where he goes six for six every time he's in the finals, he's mm-hmm. going to win. And now he's entering more like a – what's a good uh, – example? Uh, Kevin Durant career mm-hmm. where you're still – or Giannis or whatever or 
anyone now mm-hmm. where you're the best, but you're not guaranteed to win every time. Mm-hmm. The way Michael Jordan was guaranteed to win and the best, now he's the best, but not guaranteed to win, which makes it more interesting now. It means like there's a little more like, ooh, intrigue on this next race because now you know it's not a foregone conclusion the guy's going to win. Or is this 2020 again? Now, I know he's several years older than he was in 2020, but we were saying some of that same stuff in 2020. True. But then he won his next one, and we just said, oh, okay, well, 2020, that was weird. Different yeah, course. COVID. Crazy, crazy preparation, crazy lead up. But here's a couple reasons I wrote down. So, one, tactics. He led a lot. He led so much, in fact, he was trying to get other people to lead, and they wouldn't. He got clipped at one point. Around halfway, he turned around and gestured to everybody, and nobody took the bait. Why would you? If you're running against Kipchoge, you're not going to give him any more advantage. So, tactics, two, preparation. He didn't run the race. He didn't run the course. He said that several times. He had a course in Kenya that he felt prepared him well. Obviously, this was different, a little hillier than most of his marathons. Three, right before he fell off the pack, right around 30K, he did miss a bottle. And I'm not going to say everything is about missing one bottle, but he did miss a bottle. You can, <laughs> But you contrast that to Klaus on the bike, the the greatest co-star in running history, yeah. making sure he gets his fluids all the time. Now he's running That'll the be... Olympics and stuff. And okay. also, if he is his one linchpin or his his entire greatness falls apart over a water bottle, is kind of well, wild. Here's my so then there was four. I wrote injury, and I don't we don't know. We haven't heard him speak yet. But after he crossed the finish line, when he came over to his manager, you could see he like he pointed down to his leg and was like grabbing his leg and like shaking his head. Or five, what you talked about before. This is just the we've entered a different stage, and he still can win. But he also can have off races, and we have not seen that before. I'm thinking it's a combination. You pick three or four of these, perhaps, as reasons why he didn't uh, manage today. But we, this is this. I feel similar to how I felt in London, though, 2020, where is if if it was just one guy who beat him and they went toe to toe, you'd think, okay, maybe this is a bit of a, a sea change in the marathon. But when he falls apart that early and a whole bunch of other people beat him, it makes me think he can make an adjustment. He can fix it. If he comes back to Boston next year, say he runs the fall, wherever he runs, but if he plans on coming back to Boston next year, that would be incredible to, to, to try to get this done, to try to do it. You said before you thought he had like one, one or two chances at this thing. I mean, he would go against Chibet, who now he's won two in a row. Chibet would probably be considered the favorite. Of that, depending on what they do in the no, fall, you, wouldn't. you don't think so? No. You sure? Would you pick them? No, I'm trying to get some, I need some money here. <laughs> My point is this. My point is this. Um, overall, you're you're less optimistic about the dominant Kipchoge future, but but you also don't have a situation where you're thinking, all right, this thing is clearly over for him, right? No, you still yeah, you still finish almost top five, and you. Yes, he fell off. He wasn't in at the very end, but yeah. he wasn't like falling back into ninth or tenth or getting dropped super early in the race. I will say this: I think all this. Well, your five things: tactics, tactics, preparation, preparation luck, luck, injury, and injury age. and age. Yep. So I think tactics has nothing to do with it because it's twenty six miles. Come on, we're overthinking it. If mm-hmm. It's tactics. Uh, preparation, I think, has nothing to do with it because he's run twenty six miles many mm-hmm. times in his life. All right. The guy knows how to run marathons. Sure, he doesn't know the specific 
elevation grade and I'm just terrain saying, and weather of Boston, but compared to the guy who won it, who has now run it twice and won it twice, I think we like to think it's co- more complicated than it really is. Okay, I so think you think at the it's end all day, just, just got to be fit and ready to go and and peak race. So shit. you think it's all just age at this point? I think it is eighty percent age, twenty percent potential injury. Okay. We'll find out if he says anything, well, they, but I'll say 80% age. Yeah. I guess someone else said mentioned the rain because that London 2020 race was in the rain as well. He's won in the rain before. That reminds me of the Rhodesia time when the only time Dave Rhodesia would lose 800s. It was in the rain? It was in the rain. There was something about the rain. But he's the rain to me would have been, would have been sixth of the weather in general. Um, the injury stuff I always have problems with in marathons because – Unless you just drop out after 5K or something. Yeah. You're like, my preparation was crap. My Achilles hurts. Because everybody has something towards the end of a marathon. And you tend to feel it more when you're not doing well yeah. than when you're doing better. I mean, if he runs a couple minutes faster, then, then he's fine. But I don't know. I just I, – I don't see him going out like this. I don't see this as the dethroning in any way, shape, or form. No. And it's weird to say, but I almost feel like that would – it would be – if he was closer to the win – or the guys ran faster or something like that, it would be a, a, a clearer statement. But this, to me, just, just seems like him, um, for whatever reason, not being prepared for what met him on the day. We were, we're only a few months away from breaking the world record. So I, I, think it's a, I think it's a rare off day is what I'll say. Is this his slowest marathon ever? Um, he ran, what did he run in? He was 206.49 in London when he lost. I mean, it would probably be one of his Olympic, the Olympic wins, ironically, would have been slower. Let's check. Bringing up his bio. I got it right here. You got it. So 2016, the marathon, 208.44. And then in Sapporo, he was 208.38. So I think this was. 208.44, yeah. Yeah, he's never been in the 209s. First time in the 209s. It only took how many marathons? 17? No, well, this was 20 if you count the exhibitions. Okay. So he's 17 for 20 if you count exhibitions. That's wild. The guy's never run. This is his first time running 209. Adam says marathoners have few samples, can't tell whether it's a trend or an outlier. Very true. And then um, John says London 2020 cold rain wind, Boston 2023 cold rain wind. Whoa. I mean, I, again, I think I think it's it's not one so thing. Mother Nature hates Kipchoge. It's a combination of things. I put more weight on not being ready for the course or not being familiar with the course than you do, especially because he led. Just if if he was sitting back and then he got dropped, maybe. But it it seemed like he was exerting more energy than everybody else. And when the move when the move made, it wasn't as if he lingered in the pack at all. It was over. I was texting a friend. He's like, "What do you think Kipchoge's chances of winning are?" And it was he probably texted me maybe at 28k or something i said 85 percent, 85 percent. good thing you're not alive better good thing i'm not alive people better. Would, have a lot, would have lost a lot of money but it, but it was like this. one of those live games where it's just like all of a sudden right there's like a 10 point turnaround in a game yeah. or two goals are scored in soccer and the whole thing flips that that's what it was because then at, at 30k when gay made the move i was like all right 50 percent. and then when the other guys went with gay but kipchoge didn't i was like 25%, 10%, five, and then it was zero. Yeah. Within within a mile, the whole thing was over. And that just, to me, 
signifies something was up, something was afoot, because he has he obviously has a lot of fight in him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to win all the times that he's won before. What do you think his next one's going to be? I guess. So here's the complicating factor, and someone else brought this up in the chat. For next spring, it's probably too close to Paris. So maybe there is no Boston Goes next spring. But first time, first things first, the fall. Yeah, does he stick with the plan now to win all of them and then go to New York? Or Was his plan ever to win all of them, or was yeah, his plan to yeah. race all of them? No. Oh, come on. No. He wants to win them all. And yeah, he wanted to run did, a marathon on a ship, which he told you yeah. exclusively, and you famously never followed up on. But we're not going to no, judge like, that up again. You never really said he wanted to win them all. He said, I want to, I want to race them all. Stop. He wants to go get a, the, the six, the six, what's it called? Six well, star gonna, medal? Yeah, well, he wants to try to, he wants to try to win them all, but I don't know if he's going to be like, I think he's going to be like, hey, I did my Boston. I didn't win it. It's okay. I'm still, no, I don't think he's going to like lose sleep overnight because he doesn't have a Boston Marathon title. Oh, he didn't look happy when he crossed the line. I, I think he, he's a very competitive guy. Don't let the whole, Outward Zen vibe. Would he you. sacrifice Paris twenty twenty four? No, I don't think he would sac- sacrifice that. But maybe, maybe, tw- maybe we go to twenty twenty five now to get a Boston win. I think he wants a Boston win, but that's stretching your career even more. That's why this one was so critical, and that's why it's so. You feel like this is just going to be a coronation with this guy because he's done everything, but yeah. he's not let- resting on his laurels at all. He's going after it. I mean, I want to see him in New York. I want to see him in New York. Yeah, we will. Him, him going. We've said this before, but him going to a marathon that he's already run in, running against a field that's not that good and winning. We we've seen it before, yeah. and and we got by with that because he kept breaking world records and he kept making it interesting. But if he's not doing that, you want to see him go somewhere new, and compete against the best. This field is really good, yeah. so you take nothing away from it. This field is really good. It fell apart towards the back half, so you had some random people up there. Like you look at this top ten on the men's side. I mean, who had Zuhar Talby beating Kipchoge? Our boy Lincoln Strike. Uh, Lincoln did. He's been a big Talby guy since since day one. He follows Zuhar Talby almost NAIAC. ran for Florida State. You were so big on Zuhar Talby to Florida State rumors like three years ago or something. Then he went NAIA. Yeah. Then he crushed and it. And Juco did some half marathons. And then he beats uh, Kipchoge. Kipchoge here. <laughs> but, uh, Albert Career, Benson Kipruchu, Gay, and then Chibet. But behind him. I mean, there were some really good runners who, who fell off the pack. or They were ahead of Kipchoge, actually, and then some of them stepped off or DNF'd. Fobble ended up being the top American right behind Kipchoge in seventh. For a while there, Mance, Mance was in it for a long time, and Mance looked like he was going to catch Kipchoge. He was in the same shot as him, and I was wondering, man, I wonder if Mance might, you know, in that marathon haze, think he's winning, like once he passes Kipchoge. But yet he went backwards. He ended up getting 11th. What did he run? 2, two ten twenty five. McDonald yeah. was the second American to finish in 10th. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at those American times, not all that surprising. You look at everybody else's times, not all that – like the most surprising thing is it's not Kipchoge's name at the top of the yeah. list. It's everybody else's. And they started out quick. I mean, they were faster than Mutai's 203 low day, and they eventually – didn't take them too long, but they, they slowed it down. But, I mean, that winning time um, that Kipruju had, like he thought Kipchoge could run. You know, 205.54, we talked about them going sub-205. He was, that's two seconds slower than the fastest non-2011 time in Boston history. Uh, wild, yeah. I mean, this just ups the interest. The interest is already going to be high to see what he does in the fall, but this just increases it. And I'm curious to see what he says afterwards. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get some uh, interviews from him uploaded to our YouTube channel. Yeah, our I, website don't, soon. I wonder... 
I mean, he's always, I don't know, he's always so zen when he talks. I, I don't know if we're getting any definitive answers, like uh, any clarity. Remember the whole thing with London when he lost was like water was like in his ear? <laughs> we're like, wait, what? It might actually not have been that big. We probably extrapolated into a bigger deal than it probably really was. Yeah, he probably was just talking. But what yeah, I yeah, oh. was my ear was wet. Oh my goodness, yeah. earache. Let's get the doctors yeah. out and look yeah. into what happens when you run with an earache. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the women. Yeah, the women's race was thrilling. Absolutely. You don't see that that often. What do you mean? In general, in any race, like whenever we see big packs late in a race, yeah, you know you're getting something special because one my biggest bugaboo against marathons, just as a track connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Right, or, or consumer is i just well you're a connoisseur too most don't of the, sell the race is kind of by the end of it it's over right and you're kind of just you the want last, the dramatic the finish. last 15 minutes is like you're just waiting for it to end yeah we're here is like the last 15 minutes you weren't waiting for it to end you were excited for the end because you didn't know how it was going to play out you knew helen O'Berry with the 5k 10k speed we're gonna be like what's she gonna do she's probably the best Obviously, the best kicker here, it's a matter of can she just hold on to the final 400, which she did, and then she pulled away. But ultimately, it all started with Emma Bates, the American who was leading basically most of the race. And there was a moment when she felt, I felt like, oh, this is the moment she's falling off. But mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, camera bad back. angle, bad yeah. camera <laughs> angle. She's still in it. And then there was a eventual part, I guess, what, two miles out was when she probably fell off? It was no, she was still on with two miles to go. It was between two mile or two miles to go and like forty k. Yeah, yeah. it was around the twenty five mile mark when yeah. I, I think she was kind of. You could see separation, and then it grew from there. Yeah. But they ran a sixteen oh five k in that segment. That's when like basically they picked it up when the group of five just went for it. Uh, Bates tried to hold on. She finished fifth eventually, ultimately. But Helena Berry, yeah, second marathon. She was fun to watch. We, All, are we adding her? We got to add her to the list. She gets added to the list. We got to add another one to we, the list. We said before, are we going to add people or is someone going to separate themselves into an even higher tier? The question has been answered. We added a list because she was six in New York in her debut. This was a legit field. And Gordon, they all came to play. They all didn't end up in that final group at the end. But they, that was a legit pack of some of the best women in the world absolutely battling it out. I love the different styles. Obiri just got that high arm pump like she's all there like making contact with people yeah. you had Bariso up there who we has one of the fastest times in history but from valencia okay what's that gonna mean in boston you had Salpeter up there who's solid in championship races and has a fast pr uh yeshina who is my like shouldn't have been an underdog pick but when you looked at the spreads she was pretty low like in terms of odds she was runner up last year run a half marathon she was in the mix um and that's not even counting all the other ones like uh gabriel Selassie, who run one worlds jeff Koska was there she fell back I mean, the list went on and on and on and on. Um, so it was cool to see the different styles. It was cool to see the different stages in the careers that, that all these women were at. And it was awesome to see. You, sometimes we overhype the track speed when it comes to the marathon because, hey, they've already run 26 miles. But it sure looked like Helen O'Berry was on the Diamond League yeah. circuit in the last yeah. 800. Like it she looked was, like that Diamond League uh, final road 5K they do. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. No, she was just punching the air like yeah. big old – Elbows kick flying back. Everybody uh, staying clear. So, yeah, 221.38. Bariso, man, this is a great sign for Bariso. I know you're like, oh, man, she run, he run 214. Like, what's the big deal? No, proving you can do it in a championship race is is where it's at. And then Salpita right there in third. But I want to talk about Bates. This is probably one of, one of not, not the best, not in the top five. But this, people may not remember this race because she got fifth. 
But this is one of the best performances by an American, by an American woman of this era. Oh, yeah, for sure. For, to, to do what she did against this field, to only be 32 seconds back. Yeah, she, not all fifth places are created equal. Right. And I think this is uh, – that was my biggest takeaway. Like, this is better than most second places at major marathons. Wasn't it a couple years ago in Chicago when she got second, but the field was ba- – yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not all – it's not always as simple as what place did you finish. That's – how well you did. It's how and close back you are to people, the talent. Dude, the next woman was a minute, 15 seconds behind her. Yeah. And there's some awesome names right there. And she looked like she absolutely belonged with all these women who have just insane credentials. So, yeah, I would put that up there with one of the best performances we've seen of this era. It's, it, it's rare to see that. I don't know. You run the race again. Maybe she's able to squeak in the top three even in this field. I mean, this was incredible. This was an incredible race. It's not a world championships. It's not an Olympics. There's bigger fields. There's deeper fields. There's better fields. And Bates was right there. So, yeah, she is on the uh, – if we're talking about U.S. rankings. Yeah, where, what are our U.S. rankings right now? Who are our top three for the trials? It's not, hard. Maybe not order, but top three. I mean, well, Sis, we were all in on Sisson, all in and Sisson. this is scratched, but I'd still stick with Sisson, Bates. You put Bates in there now? Yeah, 100% you're putting Bates in there. I don't know, man. And then, I mean, Hall? No. Uh, well, Tuli Muck was the next American. I might I might roll with yeah, Hall didn't run this well here. I might roll with Tuli Muck right now. I mean, it depends on Seidel's health and everything like that, too. Yeah. D'Amato, just there's a – There's like four people with – I, I guess they say there's four with legitimate resume now. Bates is Bates is in most people's top three at this point. But then who are you taking out? Molly? I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to say that she's in the top three. Right now. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, so, yeah, uh, it was 2021 Chicago Marathon. She got second with a 224. But, yeah. like, look at that field That's compared to this compared field. To this, yeah. this, was the, this was the best performance of her career. It's like today. 5X. Yeah, you got to actually watch the race sometimes. You can't just go and look at results. You can't just look at the stats and the warp and the plus minus when shares. Yeah, yeah, you can't be an you analytics actually, person. actually can play the game. No, you're, you're watching that race. This was like a Joel Embiid type performance, and the other one was a Jokic. Well, she's also – she also just – she wasn't hanging on. Like She was controlling the race. Yeah, she was leading for a, a good portion yeah. of it. She pulled a Kipchoge. She when the move went, she went with it for majority of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until late in the big. When move. she rallied, when she got dropped, she rallied. Yeah. How many times do we see that when someone who's running over their head a bit, they get dropped, and all right, clock struck midnight, like you're done. And she came right back and latched back on. And then it wasn't to the very end. And if it takes the, that group, that quality of what I mean, Helen O'Beary has multiple Olympic medals on the track. Bariso's run two fourteen. We're putting Helen O'Beary literally on the top tier. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a sub-tier marathon. Yeah. Because even some majors are not all trade equally based on the field. 100%. And this field is probably one of the better Boston fields. Exactly. Exactly. And, again, look at the people. Look at how close she was to the people in front of her. And look at all the names that she beat behind her. Great run for her. Um, All right. Other things on Boston before we move on. Yeah, I mentioned Tulemuk, good run for her, 224-37. She beat Chipkoski, no Rojas in there, then Hall and Linden. Um, pretty pretty quick times. I, I thought we'd see a course record for sure, but didn't get that, but pretty close. you have any friends running? I don't have any friends, so there's none that could – why, you 
and Cole are my friends, and neither of you are running because you're here. You only have two friends? Uh, my friend's running. She She's at 39.12K. I'm live tracking it right now. She's projected to run it's, sub 315. The marathon is so weird. One of your friends can run sub 315, and it's still going on. And Kipchoge and Chabat and they're like Obiri, yeah. they've been done. They're on a plane. They're on a plane. They're, they're home. Yeah. But yeah, she's uh, at 24. She just crossed the 24 mile mark, so she's two miles left. Her name's Maggie, for those. Okay. She runs 20 miles a week. She's about to run 315 in the marathon. Well, there's a long way to go still. Two miles. Oh, never mind. I wasn't listening to how far away she was. Sorry. When you said, do you have any friends, I tuned out and started crying on the inside. <laughs> that triggered something in me. I don't know. I like doing the, the, the friend tracker stuff yeah, because it's a that. fun aspect. Obviously, I cared about the race up front, but then you see the little running emoji. Cool. Yeah. No. You know, look, you seem like oh, you yeah. You, like we did that there. last year with Brian. Yeah. Our, our colleague Brian, and he did he do good? Did or Brian? Bad? I don't remember. What if did Brian did... run? Maybe she'll beat Brian's time. I think that's what people want to know. All right. <laughs> you just uh, search someone's name and then Boston Marathon result. Does it come up? Do you want to break down the sponsor implications for uh, on winning this one? Well, Dathan, Ritz. Did you see, yeah, he was going to finish. for a while. He's we were thinking like, oh, he's putting together a hell of a track uh, crew together yeah. with them running well indoor. Now he, they run well outdoor, where Alicia Monson runs that fast 10K. And now a month later, Eleanor Beery's running this fast marathon. It's like, when is Dathan going to take an L? He's just taking big Ws well, left and right. And left Boulder, and right. the city, because Bates is there yes. with Joe Boshard's group. Yeah. We saw it, Scott Fobble. Fobble, top Bossard, of U.S. Yeah. American, so... U.S. American, top male American. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good to be Colorado right now. <laughs> Just in general. Yeah. The Nuggets won on Sunday. They blew out Minnesota. Sorry, Colt. Ouch. I'm a Minnesota fan. I don't have it's my okay. focus on, so he's body. Oh, he didn't say anything for okay. a while. I was like, Colt's not there. But he's doing assets, right, Colt? Have you been doing assets? I haven't been paying attention to the board. Yeah, yeah. I just okay. got sad when he talked about uh, the Timberwolves. He made me sad when he talked about friends. So we're in the same boat. Oh, yeah, Colt. He's talking. You don't have an earpiece. No, Man, so I think we should... Uh, he's saying some horrible things about you right now. It's fine. Um, now that we add Helen O'Berry to the tier... We need, we need a visual representation. The thing is, we team. have London coming up in a week. And someone named Safan Hassan is running. <laughs> she could be added. She's not she, in the tier right now. Yeah, but she could easily just jump into the tier. Oh, 100%. We're running out of spots on our tiers. Mm -hmm. We may need to do a tier podcast where we kind of just reassess oh, everything. I'm for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's my type of thing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, this person's in, this person's out. Yeah. I think we're not we're not gonna eliminate that many. We're gonna there's eliminate gonna, some people, but they're gonna be replaced by other people. There's gonna be like two eighteen runners who are like, no, you're not good. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a two eighteen runner though that wins a major recently, you gotta add them though. Yeah. Like I think do you think Bariso stays in the top tier? I think she does. She gets second in this race after proving herself on a, a flat yeah. course and yeah. yeah. So it's like even in a loss, you, you well, yeah, drop no, her out. No, it's not only winners there's losers in the tiers there's no no i'm saying she won though she, well, stayed no, she on. lost this yeah, yeah oh oh i see what you're saying you actually don't, the, don't you have to win every race to be a good marathon to be in the top tier even though we did that with kachogi where we say like he's he never loses but that's yeah. a weird situation it's not yeah. normal to win every race it's normal to lose every on a t-shirt yeah it's normal to lose or it's normal to win for a year then maybe a year and a half losses, yeah take a couple losses win again. then be in the mix it's also Oh, yeah, they got second, or yeah, they got third. With him, it's eighth and sixth. I mean, yeah. He has one second place, but other ones are eighth and sixth. All right, ready to move on? 
Yeah. Let's talk uh, trash talk. We got some good trash talk in the sprint world. Those of you who are online probably have seen this already. This started actually, I think, a week ago when Curly said on a podcast with Anson Henry that he wasn't impressed by Jacob's indoor season. And then it has taken off from there. Um, Jacob's posted this on Instagram. Unprovoked? No. As I said, Curly said he wasn't impressed by, like he wasn't threatened at all by Jacob's on a podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, that went out there. Then there was some subtle back and forth, like some sub-tweeting or some sub-Instagram posting. But then it really got hot. Go back, throw that other one up there, Cole, if you could, the first one. So Jacobs then posted this, whenever you want and wherever you want, but remember that when it mattered more, it ended like this. And he's got a picture of the Olympic final where he's beating Curly. Pause. Hold on. No, no, hold on, hold on. We're going to get through the whole thing, and then you can weigh in. Um, to which Curly responded... With this, keep that same energy because ducking is not what I do. And then all this morning on Twitter has basically been Curly talking about a potential race. He tweeted at the Diamond League, uh, make it happen. I want 1v1, no one else, just him, him alone. So things have escalated here. So here's the thing. The thing that Jacobs tweeted yeah. is the epitome of what's wrong with our sport. He said, go back to what his text. Whenever you want, what did he say again? No, whenever you want and whenever you want. Just remember, when it mattered more, it ended like this. Yeah. When it mattered more, it ended like this is the worst thing you can say. Because basically he's implying nothing matters except for one 10-second race every four years. He's not and even counting is, the world championships. Yeah, he's not even counting the world championships mattering. <laughs> every every diamond, every head-to-head doesn't matter. It's like... So wait, your uh, your entire professional career is just nine point seven seconds long, and then you get to do nothing for four years. Nine eight zero, yeah. Run nine point eight zero again, or yeah. like, that's so stupid to to think that like, oh, I won one time, so therefore, no other winning or losing matters forever. I forever am done. Well, why did you retire then? Why do you keep running? Well, why are you why are you paid to be a professional runner if you're constantly going to say? Everything you move forward doesn't matter. I think, I think, whatever, we can discount Diamond League races or indoor races or, or whatever. Because he's not making an argument about the state of the sport or anything like that. But he absolutely should not discount a world championship. A world championship. They hand out gold medals. Everybody's trying to win. A, uh, there's no excuse for not yeah. being ready for a world championship. Now, the twist is Jacobs didn't make it because he was hurt, right? You, you could say that. But hurt. he's not, right. He was able to run a. Mo- a I'm few saying, weeks later at Euros, Cur- Curly or maybe can't, it was just hurt. Curly get can't, his feelings hurt Curly, by Fred Curly. Curly can't post a photo of him beating Jacobs for the gold because Jacobs wasn't in the race. Yeah. So he can't, he can't clap back. he didn't qualify for it because he wasn't good enough. Right, but that's a really long post. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really translate well to a visual medium or you know, you'd have to type out a lot of words. But I think this is interesting. Um, I like it. It just it feels like we're entering an era where just – at least along the sprinters and distance, I guess, because you hear it with Jakob, you hear it with Josh Kerr. People are being a little bit more out there. Yeah, but they're not going to race each other. Not it's I, all talk. It's well, all they all they will, but it's not going to be one v one. I don't think. Yeah, no. But I just like it's Diamond League says he's tweeting at the Diamond League one v one because the the I think Board Athletics actually quote tweeted or or made like a graphic with what Curly said, which is a bit strange. Not strange, but that really it goes beyond what they normally do. But 
he uh Curly said, I'll race you for like a hundred grand. Yeah. He's gonna pay Fred Curly a hundred grand to race Marcel Jacobs. That's a lot of money, and that's basically saying it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's just code. You know what? I'll Kevin, I'll go break the marathon world record if you just give me a million dollars. Seems like you're limiting the potential of it actually happening when you put the a condition on it like that. Yeah. Of hey, I'll race you, but it needs to be for this amount of money. Ed, you just run into the Diamond League. No, they're I, not gonna race. I mean, he doesn't need the funny thing is just like he's like, I want you one on one as if the other people in the race are gonna help Jacob some way. You can race seven people simultaneously. That's how that's how track works. But like Fred Curley says, talk to the agent. If you don't got six figures plus, we ain't talk. <laughs> Cur- I mean, Curley's just like saying his, he's creating his own market value. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think anyone's going to pay him six figures to run any race ever. Yeah. Which is just the reality of our sport. Right? Do, do people make 100K to show up Bolt to race? Did, Bolt but did. That's different. Yeah, that's a, that's a different issue. I, you could maybe build a a meet around a bunch of one-on-ones like they did back Who's in the gonna day. Who's going to fund it? Well, that's what I'm saying. But it, what it would end up being is it would end up being like a regular track meet, but instead of having huge fields, you have a bunch of one-on-ones. So you can get put all the prize money together for that, right? So instead of paying for how many athletes are at a Diamond League meet, probably a lot. Like, is there 20 events at a Diamond League? Let's just say 150 athletes. Instead of paying 150 athletes, you're paying one of them. 20 athletes. Yeah, ten athletes or something. You can get more. I mean, Fred Curley would smoke Marcel. Well, Jacobs. that's the other. So here's the other part. Fred Curley's like ten times better than him right now. Or does Jacobs know something we don't know, which would be really fun? Because right now, the last Jacobs race was him losing uh, to another Italian. Yeah, losing to Checkerelli. You only can let Euro him, if, you, if you're losing to Italian, multiple Italians. It's not good. No, no, he lost to just one. One Italian. Yeah, but he is Italian. So six fifty, six fifty eight Euro indoors. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're talking like this, maybe he knows something we don't. I don't. Even to be think, honest, I didn't think this was going to be the rivalry we'd get in the sprints. Yeah, well, I'm kind not, of surprised. Well, I don't think Jacobs will make the final at Worlds. I thought it would be a more American v American rivalry. No, they're all Americans. They like like each other. They is like it, hate like like like. But I, don't that, know. I think that's unique to this group. Yeah, because I feel like everybody likes Marvin Bracey. Yeah, don't they? He's cool. He, every, he has like a very very uh, likable personality on the circuit. Is what it yeah. seems like. And so so there's that. I think people like Bromel too. I get yeah, the feeling. and I think the no allows things. Like I think maybe the hundred meter guys may not like the no allows, but they also recognize like, hey, he's doing the two hundred. He can do right. his shenanigans over there. We get to own the 100 here. He can do that. We'll come together for the 4 by one We're all cool. We, yeah. You get your gold. We get our gold. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Jacob's not even going to make the global final. You don't think so? Do you think he will? I mean, I Four see, Americans will make it. I want to see a race. Two Jamaicans will make it. So we're at six. Omanyala, seven. Yeah, you could sneak in that next group. There's one spot left. Terrence Jones. Terrence Jones. Ran fast this weekend. He ran fast. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm saying it's not out of the question. Terrence Jones is having a better 2023 than Marcel Jacobs. It's not a it's not a lock that he's out. I'm saying he could get he could he could get in there. Metal? I would bet oh, I bet against him. That's not... Yeah, he's just, yeah he's, Jones is crushing it, man. Jones is good. So we talk about that. validated that uh we need to update those those hundred rankings though. 
know what I'm saying? <laughs> my Hunter rankings? Yeah. Well, you had Norm in the top 10. Oh, he I'm ran... about NCA rankings. I had him rank one. In no, no, I'm, I'm thinking of the world. So we had Curly, Bromel, Seville, Bracey, Coleman, Lyles, Omanyala, Sambine, Jones, and Norman. But Norman ran what, 10, at Mount Sac, 10.03 with a plus three wind. Cravant Charleston ran like 9.80 in that race. Yeah, so. but can we give Norman a like rust buster run? All right, well, it's his first time running not, only in a straight line. You're no, he's run the hundred before. I'm just saying we got to update the rankings. I don't know. All right, let's go through things that happened at Tom Jones. So Tom Jones turned out to be sprint craziness, and uh, we saw some records. But notably, jeez, we saw an incredible double by one Britton Wilson. Yeah, she starts off. She ran the 400 hurdles first. Was that her first race? She ran. I think the 400 hurdles were first. Oh, man. Too many times. So she ran 53-23 in the 400 hurdles, beats Anna Hall. Um, Anna Hall, again, continuing to run incredible times despite being a heptathlete and running se- doing seven events. She still can put together a strong 400 hurdle. Masai Russell, we were wondering, does she have the ability to potentially be a p- upset watch on the 400 su- hurdle side? No. Britton Wilson's got this on lock. She, she cruises to 53. But then... Yeah, this is the... But then is... The most important yeah. thing. Well, I think it's we should know that she didn't run this. So she didn't run this fresh. She runs a fifty. Well, it was hurdle, the next day, and then the next day, yeah, she runs forty nine. That's fresh for Britton Wilson, though. Forty nine fifty one in the open four hundred. Um, outdoor record. Outdoor record, not overall record though, because she went faster. She ran too fast indoors. She ran too fast indoors. Uh, but forty nine fifty one in the four hundred breaks <laughs> a thing. Mo's outdoor record. What are your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts are this continues to be a good problem that Britton Wilson has deciding between these two events. She's another one, like Sydney, like Femke, who could do both. I, we knew she could run, she could run faster outdoors, obviously, because she ran even quicker indoors. But she just, when you actually get a time associated with it and then she does it after she's running her four minute hurdles. We're not surprised, but we need to realize it's like mid 49s right now puts you in very, very, very elite company in the, in the open quarter. Yeah. And I just want to see what people decide to do because I think for her, it's looking more and more like now, depending on what those other two do, she could win 400 gold this year. She could win, win open 400 gold. Am I wrong? Not wrong. No, you're not wrong. I mean, depends what everybody does. She is 10x more likely to win 400 meter gold over 400 hurdle gold, depending on if Sydney runs the 400 hurdles. Sydney and Femke go one way, yeah. she goes the other way. Yeah. Or if one splits, but if if they split, where is she gonna get? A, where is she gonna have a better chance at the silver? I probably race Femke. I probably still said you, you race Femke. You don't race Sydney. I both it's the other way around. Sydney in the 400. Mm-hmm. I'd rather race Femke in the 400 hurdles than Sydney in the open. Okay, what about the other way around? I'd rather it's Femke in the 400 than Sydney in the 400. Okay, I'm sensing a trend. Yeah, don't race Sydney. She's, she's incredible. She's incredible. Again, indoors, outdoors, doesn't matter what the event is. Doesn't matter if it's on a relay. She's running individually. Britton Wilson is just, is just legit. So I, I'm excited. I hope she comes into the championship part of the season very fresh. And we can see more and more of these performances because I, and I want to see her, you know, on the on the circuit maybe this this summer before World Championships. Women's two hundred and women's. Oh, hold one. on, though. Also in the quarter. Do you see who else was in the quarter? Adeleke. Yeah, she ran fast too. Forty nine nine. Yeah, it's a good year for the women's quarter. And they throw in uh, Letha Diggs. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be good. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, women's two hundred. Julian Alfred, twenty one ninety one, win legal. 
It's not the record, right? Is it the record? No, Steiner has a record. But so it's like, come on, Julian, what are you doing? <laughs> well, it's, give, it's give another been race. two weeks. He's still not breaking the record. What's going on? <laughs> uh, but she did. Did she break the all conditions record in the hundred? Ten seven two. I don't keep close tabs on all conditions NCAA records. Sorry, it's a weak spot of mine. So she went twenty one nine, and then ten seven two. Her ten seven two was wind aided by two point four. So it's not much. Yeah. Aided. Do you think she's going to get the collegiate record in that? Thousand percent now. So the all conditions record is ten seventy four. So guess what? She broke the collegiate record all conditions one. Okay. Because that was held by Cambria Sturgis, who ran ten seventy four windy in twenty twenty one. Yeah, she I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until we get the regular, just just the record record. I hope the weather cooperates in all. Well, I mean, if you're running ten seventy two with two point four wind, she's going to break ten seventy five. She's gonna break ten seventy. She's gonna break ten seventy. Yeah, she's gonna run ten sixty nine. That'll be awesome. at home. Just do you need the weather to cooperate? She's gonna run. Though? It's at Austin. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. It's well, so I'm saying you need the weather. The weather to, will be fine. No, with the wind. You need the wind to the chill wind will out. Be fine. Wind to chill. It needs It'll to chill. Fi- Stop worrying. This is a future. Just right next to the thirty five. Too many trucks problem. drive this by. It's a at future the wrong problem. You don't even worry about this. Right. Uh, but ten seventy two, she's looking. She's continues to climb the ranks. We know she's basically got the one and two unlock. I don't know if favor or Philly. Is going to beat Julian Alford in this 200. I mean, she's the closest one, but I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. But Julian now is not even, I'm not even thinking about her at the NCAA level. I'm not even looking at the NCAA to me is becoming a conference meet because it's just a stepping stone to what's going to matter for her, matter for her when she races the Jamaicans in Budapest in August. You can say the same thing about foreign and foreign hurdles with Wilson, too. Yeah. Like they're, the Alfred and are Wilson are like, they're done with the NCAAs. They're going to show up. They're going to get their golds. Yeah. But they're really thinking about August. Yeah. This is impressive. I mean, Alfred is just taking what she did indoors and continuing outdoors. And that's not easy to do. There's sometimes a little bit of a lull and it's incredible. Yeah. I hope because the wind can screw you up, I hope, and she will, she'll get multiple cracks at this. Do you think she breaks at 1075 more than once by the end of the season? Yeah, I think she's she's probably going to break the collegiate record at Big 12. So. That's what I say. Where's conference? I don't know. Okay. Probably somewhere windy. If it's at altitude, then she's definitely going to break it. Where do you we, just, we just can't deal with the... I'll find out. Can't deal with the wind. Big 12's Too nervous in, about it. Um, Norman, Oklahoma. Okay. Get ready. She's also, you know, she might run at Michael Johnson at Waco. Might run a Texas Invitational in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just want her to have multiple prelims are in Sacramento. She deserves multiple shots at this. Yeah, just well, like she has. She, did, she, she has one, two, three, four, five, six meets mm-hmm. on her schedule, so she'll probably run at four of them. Yeah. Also, man, Tom Jones was just so good. The hits kept coming. Let's talk about Lyles. We had him in. Uh, over under, which I think I crushed you in. Yeah, you did. I got. We'll talk about that I later. Got body, you got destroyed this week. The, yeah. So Lyles nine ninety five in the hundred, and then twenty point one six in the two hundred is the more notable result. Uh, beats Fambule by a couple of hundreds, but goes sub ten. You said, hey, if he's going to be a factor late in the season, this is the type of race he needs to win, and he did it. Yeah, she needs. To, she he he needs to win this race, and he did. Uh, I was in. He hit the standard. He was like, all right. He, gave, he didn't do anything crazy special. He also didn't do anything crazy flirting with, like, I don't know if he got it. 995 is what you want. And then he goes back and runs 2016 in the two. But he ran the 200 first, right? Yeah. 200 first? Yeah. 
So he runs a 200 first, easily wins that. You look at the comp- the 200 though, the competition was non-existent, so that doesn't really count. That was kind of like a jog. Beating Fambile, I mean, Fambile's not a great 100-meter runner, so you got to get the win. I was most notably interested in seeing Andre de Grasse running 10-2 in yeah, that race. he's fine. That'll be fine. fine. It's right on schedule. 10-2? Yeah, it's the way he does. That's what he does. You can't be fine with the 10-2, man. I'm totally fine. Dude, I would buy a future bet on DeGrasse. On oh, DeGrasse? Yeah. After running 10 find his, find his odds right now. They don't, they don't exist. This is, like, this is like betting on the, uh, I don't know, Warriors down 16 at halftime. That's what you do. They'll get hot. He'll get hot. Okay. He'll be fine. But he does look like Steph Curry. Remember when I tweeted that out? I don't remember when you tweeted that out. Steph Curry. Uh, From like a side angle? <laughs> Lyles. I, yeah, I this stuff's hard to figure out what it really means. I it it, it doesn't it move him any healthy. farther, but yeah, it, it showed he's healthy. That's what it showed. Healthy but and on on pace. Do you weight this more than indoor performances? Like, do these just wipe out indoors basically? For yeah. You? Okay, so yeah, you can say all right, he's a nine ninety five guy. You don't need to be like all right, well indoors, you yeah, PR yeah, yeah, yeah. to the sixty. Indoors and, is done. Yeah, I threw that all out. Well, I'm saying I deleted all the tapes, <laughs> all the takes, and all the tapes. They're all gone. All right. Um, speaking of the two, though. Let's talk about the two. Olympic development, women's 200, Melissa Jefferson, 23-02. Elaine Thompson, hurrah, 23-23 for second. You had a, what, low mid to low 22s, didn't you? Yeah, why do they run so slow? It wasn't they were running a headwind. It says plus 1.8. I don't know. Sometimes good con- win. conditions they, can be deceiving. They were running a whole, we, what is jog, was weather not good? It was tactical. Tactical, sit and kick 200. Nobody knowing to take the lead. Uh so because it was so slow, the loss means less to me. You know what I mean? If Dude, Jeff- this is the exact like logic I use for Kip Choke. Because he got beat by more people, it's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> if Melissa Jefferson goes out there and runs 22-4 and Elaine Thompson also runs 23-2, you're like, all right. Yeah. Something's wrong. But the fact that everyone was running slow, Melissa Jefferson is better than a 23-0 runner. So if I, mean, I don't know. It just you throw it out. Like, you throw I feel it out. like we got to throw out this result. I feel like it you means absolutely it nothing. We're throwing it out. Mulligan. You gotta, we got to go on the servers and erase this from the results. That's what we got to do. But I will say this, though. I know Lynn Thompson and her, uh, we're still kind of holding on to her 2021 season. Yeah. Because it was only two years ago. That's what we do. But like... And she did that exact same thing before where she was on fire in the Olympics and then had. Well, I'll say this actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm about to say something crazy. She's d- so the big three of Jamaica, right? Shelly Ann, Sharika, and Elaine Thompson. Hurrah. <laughs> Sharika, she's getting beat now a few times. Not running. She hasn't run her main. No, but chill. 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 She lost Elaine the Thompson. Hurrah. Now losing. Chill. She didn't run well in the 60. Chill. Relax. Is that big three now just going to become a big one in big, 2023? Yeah. No, I don't think so. And their big one is also getting up there in age. First of all, Shelly Ann Fraser Price, you see her at that parents race in yeah, Jamaica? She destroyed the parents. She's ready to roll. She's ready to roll. Shriek is fine. She ran a quarter. Doesn't matter. She's not running the quarter in Budapest. Thompson Arad, this is what she does. Yeah. She starts off slow, and you're just saying that this race is kind of weird because yeah, it was yeah, oddly yeah. slow across saying... the board. I don't think I'd worry about any – she's not worried about making the team at all. She's worried about no, yeah, mid obviously. mid to late August, so this is four months away. I don't know. Just seeing how good Julian Offord's running. 
I look, I'm like you. The results should matter, and we should factor that in absolutely. But with someone like Thompson Raw, who we've seen do it, yeah, no, but I'm not discounting what Alfred's doing. That's why I think Alfred's a medal contender because of what she's doing. But now we have these two different, but like we have two different timelines here. Isn't that weird? We have, though? We have the question of can Julian Alfred just hold the form? Because one, if Julian Alfred runs, let's say at Big Twelves or NCAA's, she runs 10:68. Just that's possible when, yeah. when she win legal 10:68. Be a great time. Not saying it's a lock, but let's say she does that. The question would then become, can she hang on? Can she hang yeah, on until yeah. Budapest? And let's say at the Jamaican trials, uh, they don't run that, you know, it's or at Diamond Leagues or something like that. There's some early season 10-9s, 10-8s. The question will be, can they catch up in time? So you'll have these two timelines, and they're going to try to yeah, converge yeah. to the right one's time. One's trying to catch up, one's trying to hold on. Right, and... She got the lead and they're cu- and they're coming. And usually it trends towards the person who's done it before and catches up. Yeah, but not always. Don't you think it's kind of weird though? Like we see at this meet where there was pro races and college races, and the college times were all faster than the pro times. You're always surprised. And by I this. know that makes sense because the colleges kids are peaking at different times. But it does look kind of weird if you just are walking into the planet Earth for the first time because you're coming from Mars and you're an alien and you watch your first ever track meet. And it's the women's 200 meter races. And he watched Julian Alfred run 21 9. And then he watched Elaine Thompson run 23 2 or 3. Right. And he said, Hey, which one do you think won the Olympic global title two years ago and was running sure, sure. all time great times? Sure. I don't think they would pick Elaine Thompson Rock. And it's just so weird that, like, we have these situations where. The college kids just run so much faster than the pros, and the pro, and the pros don't need to run fast. And it's kind of like it feels like we're just watching pros practice and college kids race. How long have you been covering the sport? Over ten years. Now. And this is this is just now but dawning on you. But it sucks that Lord, like man. I don't, I don't want to watch pros practice. I want to watch pros race. Yo, why call it just, a race? Just if just it's just, a I know, just wait a month. Okay. Diamond League starting. Anyway, the beginning I of May. Have, I shouldn't have watched the results. No, so. some of. Some of them are going hard, but some of them aren't. Would you rather they don't show up? No, you're and just right. only show up when they're I ready to roll. I just wish they had like a shirt that says "Ford and I'm practicing." Like they need to tell me they're practicing when they're running. Like Elaine Thompson Raw needs to just be like, change her bib. Uh, I'm practicing. Practice bib. Literally put on a penny. Yeah. You know, like uh, a soccer penny. Yeah, like a soccer penny. You yeah. know, when you're in the real jersey. Yeah. You, and then you have the practice jersey. Yeah. Like, they need to have practice kits, practice mm. singlets, because. We know when we're watching Summer League, they're not wearing the official NBA jerseys. They're wearing Summer League jerseys. Mm-hmm. So you know you're not expecting amazing things. So if they were just wearing jerseys and not kits, we'd be great. So we're talking about practice? Yeah, we just want to be – yeah. They need practice? to tell me they're practicing. Not the game. We're talking about practice. That's actually a good idea, though. Pro athletes should have two kits. One my where favorite, they're actually trying and one where they're practicing. My favorite uh, flavor of Gordon – takes is the ones where you convince yourself by the end it's a great take and then compliment your own take that's actually a great idea the thing that i just talked about for three minutes yeah tarsasora got we if, if 1960 if Lane thompson raw was running in a t-shirt we would love it we'd be like this is great 23 in a t-shirt or, yeah but, uh or got 1960 plus 2.9 thoughts uh is gonna have his work cut out because bowling isn't running this fast Maybe bowling is thinking better the way maybe bowling's thinking like Lane Thompson Hurrah, but this 
19 and 6 is fast, man. I know it is for college. 2.9. This 2.9, so it's probably more of like a 19.8. It's still quick. It's still good. Uh, he didn't run well indoor, but indoor 200s are weird. Mm-hmm. I think the 200 is going to be kind of wide open. Uh, I'm pretty impressed. I don't know. I'm not going to take him yet. I'm still going to go with bowling because of the experience. But Well, the victory, know. too. I mean, wins by almost two tenths over Gregory. Yeah. That's always my rule of thumb on the huge wins. I just wins. I just look at the margin of victory. So, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's going to be hard to. I want to see. We'll, we'll, we'll know him when he goes up against bowling at SEC. SEC's. All right, the other one I want to talk about, the last one I want to talk about was um, the men's 110 hurdles, Olympic development. Olympic develop what? So we Grant Holloway developing for the Olympics? Well, we almost set Broadbell DNF, but Holloway and Broadbell in the same race, that could be gold and silver in some order in Do Budapest. You know how he did, do you know how he DNF? Um, I don't. 13 no though. That's good for Grant. I was thinking he was going to run 13 teens. So I think Grant... Because I thought he was going to run 13 teens and he runs 13-0, he's going to run 0.1 seconds faster every race that I predict that he runs. Give me some actual analysis. Um, my actual analysis is, like, Grant is, I think, has elevated his floor. I think two years ago, Grant runs 13-1, like, runs, like, 13-18. I think slow Grant is, like, 13-09, which is crazy. Are we going to see the world record this year? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Grant will never. I don't think Grant's ever going to go for it because I think Grant needs to wants to always stay locked in on trying to win titles and win races. But if your floor is thirteen oh, he's going to be running thirteen oh in like first rounds of at Worlds. Okay, I'm not going to equivocate. He's going to break the world record. You know how I know? How? Or do you know why I did that? Because I've done that the last three years. Oh, and this is the year. This is the year. You always so, forget, though, so it sounds new to you because you don't remember anything I so said. So if this is the year it actually will happen, even though it never happens. I'm going to get take credit for it like you do. Oh, it's just two and a half years early. So it's early. not like me saying this is the year that Joel Embiid will win the NBA exactly. title? Exactly. You call it every single year. So if Grant Holloway breaks the world record, Embiid wins the NBA title? No, I've been calling, I haven't been calling for Holloway to break the record for that long. I think I started 2021. So this will be my third year. I started 2019. Yeah. And Holloway's a lot. Holloway's already won something. And he doesn't want anything. He's going to win the NBA. Six MVP. or seven more He's going to win the MVP. That isn't, it's not, a, who cares? It's an athlete of the year award. Or say, okay. who cares? Yeah, who cares, right? Now all of a sudden it doesn't matter. You're about subjective awards or do you want to win the thing that they actually compete for? Experts, man. How's Webinyala watch going? Webinyama, you can't pronounce his name. He's going to be great. He's going to look awesome in the silver and black. All right. But yeah, Grant Howie, my takeaway is his. He has raised his floor to 13-0, which means his slow races are 13-0-9. Okay, we get it. Yeah. Sorry, I was just counting the Living rings. Living in the past. Yeah, the, the past was great. How's the Sixers past? Uh, they're closest to winning an NBA title than all the other teams because they only need 15 more wins, and they'll play tonight, so they'll need 14 after tonight. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, over-unders? Oh, yeah, update the over-under sheet. There's some definitely some stuff we missed. We know that. It was an insane weekend for track. We're not going to have a Wednesday show. Gordon's going to be traveling. We'll have a Friday show. Yeah. So if there's anything we missed, send us an email What's or the over under so in the chat. I think I beat you winning by a time, lot. Boston. Was it under 205? No. We got that wrong? Yeah. Uh women's winning time. Sub to 1958. No. no. We were I, t- I I was right. I said over. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, darn it. Uh well, let me double check. Lyles and 
uh, Lane Thompson for all 200 meter times. I was way over. I got that one right, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Cooper Tier losing to – you thought he was going to lose to college kids. That was kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, Masawi is right there. Yeah. It's a good race. Also, I shout out to Grant one. Fisher losing his shoe finishing. Yeah, we'll talk about those. We talk about that stuff? We got to like forever ago. We got to roll? Yeah, we got to roll. Getting kicked out of the studio. We'll talk about not really, but we'll, we'll talk about some of the fifteen hundred meter stuff on Friday. You can just look at all on YouTube. Yeah, it's all on we're YouTube. We're posting them up. Uh, Leo and Lex Young ran some fun times. Nico Young won a race. This the B Heat eight hundred was scrum. Nikki Hiltz had a, a wild kick in that eight hundred. So put up all a lot the of good stuff. Lots. Put up all the races on YouTube so you can check them out. Also, great atmosphere, Brian Clay. Yeah, with all the fans and stuff on the right by the track. Yeah, electric. Um. Haven't got a Kipchoge interview yet, by the way. Our man on the ground. Haven't, they haven't seen him. They haven't seen him yet. There's still. Uh, do, you, do you think he knows everyone's waiting for him? I hope he's like no interviews. I mean, he might. It's a long time. How long ago did he finish? I don't know. But you're now beating me by six in the over under. So what was I this week? I was plus one on you. Yeah, you got me plus. Yeah, I wanted to be a little more than that, but that's okay. Update on my friend, Maggie. She finished? She fit. She finished. Yeah. Uh, she ran. Whoa, she closed well. It was really well. Uh, 313.36. Congrats. That's pretty good. Congrats, Maggie from Texas. Here's to you. All right. She's going to be like, Gordon, why did you bring that up now? Everyone's going to search. Yeah, we get it. You're friends. All right, cool. Must be nice. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about it? You all right? Not on the air, man. Uh, we'll talk about succession on the next podcast. Friday show. Friday yeah, we'll, show. We'll recap. You guys want a succession, another succession recap pod? Gordon and I are ready. We need Colt to get caught up because I feel like that'd be a good way to bring in a producer Colt. Colt. Colt's been quiet. Colt, how are you? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Chilling. That's it. That's all um, we get. Chilling. Did I announce that I'm leaving the show at the end of the month? Should no, not yet. That? Don't say it. No, Colt. That you okay. totally ruined it. That's yeah. good. We we're gonna plan a great a spoiler, Colt send off right? show. Colt just said he's leaving the show at the end of the month, Gordon. You missed it. Yeah. We're sad. We're gonna, we need like to have. We're gonna have. Well, we, we did. We weren't supposed to tell the people. No. What is, about Colt? Well, yeah. we'll, well, we're gonna tell we're them the last day, but we'll, we'll make something special. We'll do right. something special on that Friday. <laughs> Two weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, 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 in memoriam for Colt. In memoriam. <laughs> We're killing Colt. That's what no. All right. We'll leave it there. We'll say if we get 50,000 subscribers by <laughs> we, end of the we, month, yeah, we we'll keep, get Colt. We back. keep Colt. All right. Like and subscribe. Enjoy Boston Marathon uh, Day. You're watching on the baseball game. Isn't it a big day in Boston? Uh, they delayed it an hour. Otani's pitching. Otani, okay. So, yeah, the two goats in the same place at the same time. Maybe he'll fare better than the other goat. Uh, we'll see if it started yet. Yeah, game oh, and it's over. Oh, so, they won. Who An- won? Angels won. So, Otani did goat stuff. Oh, no, he only pitched two innings. Rain delay. Top of the third. Oh, he stopped. Oh, I thought it was over. Yeah. Okay, so he's still pitching. Hmm. They're going to pull him now? Yeah, they'll pull him. Okay. Well, so kind of disappointing. Yeah. You were there to see Otani and Kipchoge? And you get uh. dull, dull. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the best day for you. All right. Like and subscribe. We'll talk to you guys Friday. Peace. See you.